Welcome to One Girl in All the World, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch podcast where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy super fan. I'm Kimmy, Buffy newbie. You can find us on all major podcast apps, YouTube and Instagram with new episodes on Tuesdays. So we have made it to season the one. season one finale. Done. Wow. 12 yeah. episodes. Once we, once we talk about it, done, yeah. <laughs> but we've seen them all. Mm-hmm. You've now seen them yep. all. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about season one, episode 12, Prophecy Girl today. But I don't even know if I've discussed this with you, so let me know what you think. But I think at the end of every season, we'll do just an episode. It will be short. Um, basically talking about what, just like a recapping of the season, like what we thought, like opinions, things we okay. liked, what we didn't li- like, things that we want to see like more of or things that we're looking forward to like finding more about or whatever. So yeah. we will have kind of like a, I would call it the postmortem. <laughs> Nice. Season one postmortem next week. So, but to, obviously we'll talk about the finale today. So we can keep our overall thoughts for that episode. But I'll come up with some notes and stuff that we can kind of okay. think that you so you can think about things and come with. I'm glad, some, I, I'm glad I kept all my notes from all the previous shows. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'm on my first notebook, but I'm already. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many it's gonna take to get through the whole show. I'm almost. I'm not quite halfway through, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I take I had three or four, pa- three to five pages of, ch- uh, of each show. Of each this episode. episode. Yeah, this episode's definitely one of my longer ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. Prophecy Girl, the season one finale, originally aired on June 2nd, 1997. And it was written and directed by Joss Whedon, which is pretty typical for season finales in Buffy. The synopsis is Buffy wants to resign from her life of slaying when Giles uncovers an ancient prophecy that spells out her deadly fate as the master's ascension from the Helmoth is at hand. As the earth begins to crack open, Willow, Xander, and Cordelia face an army of demons and the prophetic end of the world. Meanwhile, Xander finally asks Buffy to prom with equally disastrous consequences. Equally disastrous? No, definitely not. Equally? I mean, Does that you mean? Gotta- are you sure about that? Just rejection. It's fine. Are it's you a sure about thing. that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That guy, the meme. No. Where the guy's like, "Are you sure about that?" I'll send it to you. I okay, I don't know if I knew that one. I'll send it to you. It's funny. Always behind on the memes. It'll be funnier once you. What I just did would be funnier once you see it. <laughs> It'll land better later on. Okay, so we, I think, officially, finally, do not get a. Slayer opening. Slayer opening, which I was, the best part of this whole episode was that. I'm just kidding. Come on. That was a really good part of this episode. Being sarcastic. Yeah. Loved that that wasn't there. But we got our first previously on, I think. I think. I think maybe we've gotten a few before. Anyway. I don't remember. We kind of uh, recap what's been happening so far in the season. Um, And we opened the episode in the bronze and Xander is practicing asking Buffy to the spring fling on Willow. Poor Willow. She's just, oh, man. She wants that so bad. I know. And you can. How does he not see that? He's such a dumbass. Because he's, she's looking at him like she's just living in this fantasy where he's talking to her. I was it her in her. high school. I was definitely her in high school. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah, it was uh, it was tough. And she's like, well, you just keep practicing on me. Like, oh, yeah, I know exactly. She's like, I'm going to just suspend belief that you're ta- you're really practicing. Talk to yeah. another girl. You're just talking to me. Soak it all in because this is how I'm the only way I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. So we started with Dander running into on his skateboard, running into the railing when he saw Buffy to finally in the season. He's at the end of the season. He's 
possibly going to ask her to the spring fling. So that's his, he has had enough. He is going to ask her to the spring fling. So in spring fling, did your high school have a dance called the spring fling? We didn't have something called the spring fling. Okay. We only had like. They have all these names for dances in high school or in America. we, We had like homecoming. Okay. Prom. Okay. And then we would like have like th- uh, I almost said Thanksgiving dance. That's no, oh. no. Um Halloween dance. Okay. Okay. Sa- Sadie guess. Hawkins. You didn't have Sadie Hawkins? No. I mean, that's a very have- it's a very Midwest thing. So not okay. it's not like all of America does Sadie Hawkins. Okay. We had homecoming and prom though, but I like all these other ones, like I've heard of like winter formals, spring fling. We like we didn't have any of that stuff. Yeah, okay. no, we just had homecoming. Yeah. Do you know what Sadie Hawkins is? Do you know the Girls ask the boys. Girls ask the boys, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Sadie Hawkins is kind of cute. Okay. Anyway, they're... So Spring Fling seems like a fancier dance, though. Yeah, it seems like a formal. Yeah. Like like homecoming and prom. Okay. Yeah, which would be formal dances. Oh, homecoming was... Okay, our homecoming was definitely not formal. Yeah, ours was. Okay. People still wore their um, overalls. No. Oh, yeah. No. And flannel... No, not to our homecomings. <laughs> I don't think anybody wore dresses to ours. Definitely not. Oh, yeah. You you would dress the same for prom and homecoming. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Like, it was like gowns. Yeah, for us. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah. Not out in the country. <laughs> yeah. So Xander okay. wants to ask Buffy, and Willow's like, well, she's not here. He's like, he's ready. He's ready to go. <laughs> and she's like, well, she's not here. And he's like, where is she anyway? She's like, oh, yeah, just doing her the normal usual. thing. The usual. The usual. And we cut to, like, a field somewhere. Yeah, something outside at night. That's all yeah, I Yeah, like, I was thinking, like, maybe they're close to the cemetery, but there's no great. I can't. There was a grassy area. Yeah. And Buffy, it's a really cool well, slow she motion. Did, she did yeah. say later, though, they're getting closer to the school. So it might have been something near the school, like a mm-hmm. field, like football Field? Or like outside I feel of like since Cornelia's parked on it, it's not the football field. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot about uh, that. Yeah, somewhere probably near the school, like you said. Like okay. Buffy did kind of yeah. give us a little bit of a location, and it's a cool like slow motion shot there where Buffy's falling and is getting up and just facing this vampire. I really liked that. I've loved. I like how slow mo they've had in the last. Yeah, I did too. And I liked when she got up how she smiled at him. She <laughs> smiled. Smile. Yeah, she's like, I got you. Yeah, she's very. She's getting very <laughs> confident. confident. Yeah, yeah, I love she's it. Mm-hmm. Getting more powerful and confident, so it's good. And we see while she's fighting that vampire that there's a car parked in the distance, and it's Cordelia. And I go. I went for a while in this episode thinking it was Mitch. I did too. Okay, I did until like he, she calls him Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, I'm like, yep. wait a minute. Because I don't they even, look, like, remember. Do they not look the same? They do, they, right? They look... Now that I'm thinking about it, they're different people, but... I guess. <laughs> we didn't see her break up with Mitch. Like, it, no. it was left that they were still together. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's with somebody somebody else. But this is Kevin. high school, so... I know, I just... I, I just assumed it was Mitch. But yeah, my notes wrote Cordy and Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I had to cross it out and say Kevin question mark because I guess this guy's name's Kevin. <laughs> yeah, same. I wrote Mitch like the whole entire thing and I was like, wait. I, I just, no, I literally Mitch. wrote Mitch until she said Kevin. I just yeah, because I was like, whatever. <laughs> I had it crossed out. Yeah. So I didn't pay much attention to Mitch. Okay. Like, so in, Cordy and Kevin are making it. Steaming up, steaming up, steaming up the windows in her car. And she's like, noise. That? Did yeah. you hear that? He's like, no. Nobody's out there. Who'd be out there? And so it's Buffy. And I don't know why would they even put Cordy and Kevin in this 
scene. But anyway, Buffy dusts the vampire and she says three in a night. Giles would be proud. So oh, obviously that, that seems one. like a lot yeah. for her. Yeah. In the library, Giles is translating the codex that Angel gave him in the last episode, okay. which remember yeah. is the air quotes lost text on the Slayer prophecies. So Angel found it and gave it to Giles to help him figure out what's going to happen with the master or how they mm-hmm. can avoid something bad happening. So he's working on translating it and he's like, this is it. This is it. And he finds, like, what he's looking for. And he says, this, the master will rise and the slayer will. And then, and then he then, trails off. Yeah, he trails off. He's kind of, like, not sure what he sees or doesn't want to believe what he sees. That's what it is. He doesn't want to believe what he sees. And well, he doesn't say it, so we don't know for sure what what he's seen. But we can guess. Yeah, we can guess it's probably not good. And he goes to reach for his coffee or his tea? Tea. It's tea. Yeah, it's tea with, like, milk. I mean, he's British, so I, guess, I, mean, I can get down with that. And... An earthquake happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts like, like a pretty intense one. Yeah. I mean, the library suffers some like serious damage. Yeah. Like it cracks apart, basically. Yeah. So you see Giles scrambling to a doorway. Willow and Xander are getting under the stairs of the bronze. Buffy's just like, what? Like, just yeah. standing there looking around. Because what's she going to do? She's in the middle of her field. Cordy and Kevin are just sitting in the car, like, looking around. Yeah. Because at that point, where they are, they just. They can't go anywhere. Just, yeah. just stay put and wait till it's over. And then we go down to the hell mouth. To the hell, like down into the lair. And the master's like, yes, glory, it's time. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> he's just doing this crazy, cringy speech. And then he turns to Colin and he goes, What do you think? 5.1? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I loved that. <laughs> he's like, I am a villain. Like, How do you think? Do you think the, yeah, 5.1, 5.2? That's what do you good. think? That's like, what do you think it was on the Richter scale? Did you notice that um, the anointed one doesn't really say anything in this episode at all? Like, he's just kind of, like, back, like, like, yeah, he's background decor almost. Yeah, I'm trying to think, does he say something when he comes up to Buffy later? Does he say anything? I think he said he might say one thing, but, like, basically, he just doesn't, like, I thought he was this big, important role in this, and then, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, he's (laughs) interesting. We, we we forget, too, when we get to the end of the episode that he's still hanging around somewhere. Yeah, because we haven't seen what happens to him. Yeah. Like, we have no reason to believe that he's dead or destroyed or anything. So No, but all of the demons disappeared when mm-hmm. at the end. So, okay. All right. So I'm I guessing know. we'll see him later. Maybe okay. we'll see him. Maybe. But as far as this episode goes, I did think it was lame. It was like, okay, he's fulfilled his yeah. whatever, his prophecy or whatever, by basically just being like, hey, Buffy, come over here. I know, right? Come over here, follow me down into the sewer. Yep. Hold my Any hand. vampire, any lackey could have done that. <laughs> I don't really... It was weird. And again, this is like the season I rewatched the least, is season one. So it's like some of the stuff I've just forgotten. Yeah. Um, the details. So, yeah. yeah, I'm like, that was it. That was the whole reason, like, all of this, like, that's all, the whole kill a boy on a first date, never kill a boy on a first date, was about (laughs) trying to stop him from doing this. Okay, we'll get there. We can bitch about it then. All right. (laughs) Uh, Yes, the master thinks he's 5.1. 5.1. We go to the credits. Back to the library. Oh, yeah. Yeah, credits. credits, To say where the credits are. And we go back to the library. Giles is looking haggard. Giles. I wrote the... (laughs) I wrote that exact same yeah. thing. Giles looks haggard. Oh, there's only one way to describe this poor man. 
<laughs> Poor That's Giles. So Look at Giles is oh. haggard. That's exactly what I wrote. Oh my gosh. Okay. But he looks happy and relieved when Buffy walks in. He's like, oh, Buffy. He just yeah, he looks right relieved to see her. And she's like, oh man, I had a rough. He's like, first of all, it looks crazy in here because like there's a lot of structural damage. Yep. And he says, we're probably fine if we're down here. Like don't go up in the stacks because it could be dangerous. Yeah. And she says, hey, last night I was like, there was three vampires. I just yeah. slayed three vampires. One of them was practically, practically on school grounds, as you said. Like so they're getting, increasing. yeah, they're getting bolder. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, in number they're increasing. And she's like, well, I wish you would care. He's obviously distracted. Uh, yeah. She's like, oh my God, like my nail broke. Like, don't you even care? <laughs> I have to wear a press on. I have to wear a press on. And he's like, hmm, hmm. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't, sorry, I don't really have, have time. To talk no. about this, because he's totally distracted by what he read in the codex. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And obviously not sharing. So he's he's keeping whatever he saw under wraps I mean, for I now. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, like, I can't really talk. And she says, that's okay. I have to meet my terrible fate. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> what? Biology? What? what? <laughs> yeah. And she's got to go to biology. So something serious is going on. Going on with Giles. Yeah. In the quad, Buffy, Willow, and Xander are leaving Boring Bio. They're going about how boring it was. Mm-hmm. And Xander says to Willow, don't you have somewhere to be? What about that thing you have yep. to go to? This like, is the time. Get out of here. Take a hike. Yep. So Willow's like, oh, yep. Okay, yeah. Very awkwardly leaves. And Buffy's like, that's weird. Because <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't smooth. No. But he did kind of that, spring it on her. None of this was smooth. No, yes. <laughs> none of this whole thing was smooth. So Xander says he wants to talk to Buffy. Can they sit down? Which, of course, makes her nervous because anybody that's in your life, you're like, can we talk? Can we sit down and talk? You're like, oh. I know. Your stomach just like clenches. It's like, like, can you call me later? Or can we talk about this on the phone? Or you know, people are like. No. Yeah. Gross. Can you can you call me? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> tell me. Just tell me what's happening. I'm going to text you tomorrow and say, can you call me? <laughs> or when you're like your manager just puts like a meeting on the calendar. Oh, God. And it's, like, very ambiguous. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, what is this? <laughs> That's happened to me a few times. It's never bad. Okay. Yeah, well, but yeah. You, I don't you think, think they're, it every time. I don't think they would set up a meeting if they were going to fire you. I think they would just do it. <laughs> Meh. I mean, you never know. I guess you never know. Xander sits down with her, and I think he actually comes out with it pretty well. Yeah. Um. After all this hemming and hawing and, like, mm-hmm. the babbling and everything, he just kind of comes out with it. He wants them yeah. to go to the dance together. He's direct. He likes her. Mm-hmm. I know we're friends. I want to be more than friends. Yeah. Um, and I think he actually, when it came down to it, he handled it pretty well. I think so, Talking too. about, like, like, getting his feelings across is what I mean. Because, yeah, it's, like, it's really hard to do that. Like, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he did. It's hard to do that at any age, but in high school, it's harder. Yeah, I... I Emotions he, are higher. I, I don't even, I, I couldn't do it, I don't think. Like, so I wouldn't have, be able to put myself out there like that, yeah. honestly. So, I, I, yeah, I've done it. It sucks. It's hard. Yeah. So especially when it goes the way it goes for Xander. I know. Yeah. I admire him for doing that because he had yeah. to know. He had to. Yeah. And he's given it way more time. Probably just killing him, like, to know whether, what, what was going to exactly. happen. So, yeah, yeah. So he makes it clear that he wants to, that he likes her and he wants to be more than friends. And she's kind of trying to like talk around it exactly. she's, she's trying to she's trying to be nice that's the thing she's just like i don't want to ruin the friendship and honestly like that that's all that, that's a thing no. that's a no, no. but yeah. he needs to hear like no so yeah. I, I felt kind of bad for both of them in that moment because like, I, she yeah. was trying to get it across and he was just like 
I, I don't think I'm getting the message. Like I, you know, yeah. like it's whatever. Yeah. And yeah, then when she so. said, I don't just don't think of you that way. He's like, I'll wait. Oh, yeah. Ow. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, Xander. <laughs> yeah. But then he then he realizes oh. he shouldn't have said that at least. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, you know, he is reject. He fully accepts the rejection. He just went through denial for a quick second. He had to. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to save it. And then he does lash out because he is rejected. Of course. And goes for the go angel. Yeah. He had to go through the all those stages. <laughs> and he says, yo, I guess un- someone has to be undead or something to make time to with you. To spend time with you. Yeah, that was harsh. Yeah. yeah. So but that's what Buffy says. That's harsh. Yep. And he's, he does, to his, to his credit, he says, I'm sorry. I just don't take rejection well. Yeah. And th- I can understand that. He's like really wounded in this moment. Yeah, he really cares for her. And she really feels bad. Yeah, I think she genuinely does. She doesn't want to yeah. hurt him. No, but she does not feel. <laughs> she doesn't feel feels. it. She doesn't nope. feel it. Yeah. So he wanders off and Buffy's sitting there looking like so like sad that she had to like yeah. break his little heart. Yeah, that sucks. Because that's going to make the friendship awkward too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In the library, Jenny comes in and catches, I don't know if she catches, she overhears Giles on the phone to Angel question mark saying. I don't know. Yeah. Is it saying, anything? I think because then it tracks later with when okay. he's there later. Like, okay. So like Angel has a landline. I guess. I mean, it's weird, but it makes sense. He, he has th- an apartment. <laughs> yeah. So he's talking on the phone to somebody and he says, uh, come, come here after, after the sun sets. And then Jenny comes in and says, like, hey, I know something crazy is going on. First of all, you're wearing the same clothes you were wearing yesterday. Like, you don't look good. So she knows something's up there. And she has been hearing, like, rumblings in the her little Wicca, online Wicca community. <laughs> she's not, well, she's not a witch. But her supernatural community, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these weird occurrences. She lists a few. Of, <laughs> cat gave birth to snakes. Yeah, cat gave birth to snakes. <laughs> A bow of lake was started boiling, boiling. Yeah. and a boy born with his eyes facing inward. Ew. Yeah, that is messed up. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, these are all apocalypse type stuff. So I know yeah. something's going on. And I don't really get why he says I don't. I can't. I don't know if I can trust you. I know. I thought that was weird too. Well, I like how she says the end is pretty seriously nigh. Yeah, I love Jenny. <laughs> <That's> cute. <laughs> Jenny's great. She I love is. her. But yeah, you're right. I don't know why he said that because they work together already. Yeah, she, she said, "I help you defeat Moloch." The and, internet demon, yeah. Yeah, and so why can't you trust me? Weirdo. It's not like she's, like, on the map. Like, it's not like she thinks he's, like, an agent of the master or something. Like, I don't know what he thinks that she is. But anyway, she says she, also she's been getting these emails from a um, brother Luca. Luca, yeah. Yeah, a monk and talking about some anointed one. So that gets Giles' attention, of course. Right. He's like, well, we killed. He's dead. The anointed one is dead. He's trying to get more. He's like, just contact him and get all the information you can. But he doesn't want to tell her anything yet. And she's like, well, yeah. you better tell me something when I. He's super curt with her. Uh, yeah, he's he's reaching the end of his tether. He's getting freaked yeah. out. Yep. And yeah, he's like, I'll tell you everything, but you just have to find out. And she's like, fine, I'll I'll see what he has to say. But then you're going to spill the beans in the hallway. I have Mitch written here. I just forgot to cut this one out. <laughs> Kevin is going to help Cordy set up for the dance for the spring fling. And she says, bring everything to the bronze tonight. And then I'll meet there. I'll meet everybody in the morning. and We can set everything up. Mm-hmm. She finds Willow and she says, hey, the bronze won't let us use your sound system. So can you just be really nice in your cute outfit and help <laughs> us? That I don't up? actually like. <laughs> yeah. Just a very like empty compliment. Help us set up the sound system. And she, 
Willow's like, yeah, sure. She's distracted because she sees Xander alone in a classroom throwing a tennis ball against the wall. And she's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. So Willow wanders off into the classroom. Willow finds Xander, and you can tell that it didn't go well no. immediately from his face. And I think Willow <laughs> kind of approaches cautiously, yeah. like he's a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like, on a, when she asks him about it, on a scale of 1 to 10, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. So it's very obvious that she doesn't like him. Willow does feel, she's like, I'm sorry, it didn't go well for yeah. you, you know? I He says he, that she's still jonesing for Angel, though. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how he puts the blame on Angel when it's just... Yeah, I guess he's like, well, she doesn't like me because he's in the way. Exactly, maybe. and that's not... I think he just feels the need to... Yeah. Not, yeah. If have, it wasn't for him... To point, put blame on something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, the door's not open for him because of Angel. Yeah, when it's Basically. just not open. It's not going it's to It's not open. open. There's no door. It's just no, a wall. No, there's no door. Yes. It's just a wall. <laughs> he says he's going to... He doesn't want to go to the... Anyway, he wants to go home, listen to country music, the music of pain, which is... Not untrue. Just true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, wait, we knew you'll just go to the dance. And Willow's like, yeah, thanks. Uh, no. Second choice. Yes. Yeah. No. She's like, I don't want to go to the dance with you while you were just wishing you were there with her. Yeah. That I is like actually pretty harsh. Willow's hurt. Yep. That she's coming second. And it was not even beyond a second thought because he didn't no. even think about going with her no, until exactly. that this very moment it occurred to him which is crappy yeah it hurts her and she says no it's just you should know about her and he feels bad uh you know and she just kind of leaves him there so now he's like great <laughs> this was like this was a really good scene though because like i feel like willow 12 episodes ago maybe wouldn't have done that i feel like mm-hmm. we've kind of seen her grow over these past few episodes and she's just kind of turning more into someone who speaks up a little more yeah, she's growing more of a spine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I'm glad she wasn't like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. Because who? Oh, that would have been so painful for her. Even in, in the even in the moment, she thought it was a good thing or that she'd want to go. So, yeah. yeah. So everybody's just in a bad mood right now. <laughs> Nobody gets what they want. Nobody's getting what they want. Yeah. In the locker room, Buffy is closing her locker and just swinging her stake around. Yeah, like like it's no watching. big deal. Like nobody's watching. Hear people. <laughs> yeah, somebody walks by her. She puts it on the sink to wash your hands. <laughs> and then blood comes out. Yeah, that was gross. That was, yeah, that was nuts. Mm-hmm. So she she runs into the light, well, she quickly goes into the library. So she doesn't tell Giles that blood's coming out of the sink. Yeah. And she overhears Angel and Giles talking in his office. And she's all excited that Angel's there. Yeah, at first she's like, Angel? Until she hears what they say. Yeah, so Giles... And Angel are talking very animatedly about what he read in the Codex. And they're kind of not arguing, but yeah, debating. Like kind of arguing. Yeah. Arguing. Okay. Yeah. Arguing about like, well, you didn't read it right. Or are you sure it's translated correctly? Have you have you cross-checked it? Have you tra- cross-referenced it? And they just keep going back. They're desperate to make it say something that it doesn't say. Yeah. And Giles says, no, I've checked everything. That's what he's been doing for the last like 48 hours in the same clothes he's been in. Not sleeping, not going home. And it says that the master will rise and the slayer will die. And like, Buffy overhears this. And she starts laughing because she's she starts, in shock. Yeah, she starts laughing. I am that per I have been that person, not all the time, in my life where it's like if you're super nervous, you start laughing. Mm. 
like yeah. very inappropriately. It's just a reaction that people have. So people like don't get that. Like if somebody's laughing in a very inappropriate situation, it's from nervousness. Yeah. Not like yeah. laughing. Because it's funny. Not yeah. You're, yeah, not because it's funny. So definitely um, she's experiencing this right now. And of course they he, see her and they're just like, oh no. Yeah. And then she's like, one slayer dies, the next one call the next one is called. Um, and then she's like, Giles, are you gonna train her? That oh my god, that yeah. really hurt me. And she's that like, hurt too. Will you train them or will they send someone else? Yeah. Like, is my daddy gonna get a new daughter <laughs> when I'm dead? Oh like that. Because she's just like she just is getting replaced, basically. Yeah. Which is true. And when she also says Okay, her fate, like, she, she, Sarah Michelle Gellar really, like, I, delivers. I, I know, yep, she, I knew you were going to say that, and I was watching her face, thinking about that, and I was just like, holy crap. And then when she starts crying, I was just like, oh my god. I think she, does, he, does it say how he'll do it? Do you think it will hurt? That yeah. would kill me, too. Yep. Do you think it will hurt? She's, like, There's such a child. The voice, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, her voice changed when she said it, like, yeah. yeah the pitch and tone inflection, everything. She is like, very much a 16-year-old girl at that moment. Yeah. Like, she's scared. Yeah. yeah. And she's... Yeah, a teenager. And it, the whole thing is, like, they're both trying to, like, keep her calm. And she is not. No. She's angry and upset. And they are like, we're going to figure it out. And she says, no, we're not going to figure it out. Well, I already figured it out. I quit. Yeah. So she's basically exactly. quitting being the Slayer. And she'll live, but it doesn't really solve their issue of the no. Master. But exactly. she, she doesn't care. No. She doesn't care. She yeah, she feels like she's done what she has. Like, yeah. she's already been useful, so, like, great, mm-hmm. bye. <laughs> she's not willing to die for this. No. At this point. And she rips off Angel's uh, cross. cross and throws yeah. it on the ground. And, oh, my gosh, this line, she says, I'm 16 years old. Giles, I'm 16 years old. I don't want to die. No, exactly. Like, oh, the scene yeah. killed me. It was so well sorry. done. Yeah. It was so good. And poor Giles is just, like, has nothing to give her. No. Nothing no, to offer he, her. Like, you can tell he's struggling. Yeah. He's, like, his heart is breaking, but he can't do anything for her. No. There's nothing. There's no, he was trying to not tell her so mm. he could figure something out. But she, when she found out, he has nothing to offer her to fix no. the problem. And what he knows, is, like, there's nothing that can be done to fix the problem. Yeah. So Buffy walks out. And it was, so, it, oh, my gosh. It's one of the best scenes of the whole season, in my opinion. I love it. I agree with that. Yep. Loved it because it killed me. <laughs> the angst the angst willow's in her room working on something and she kind of looks at the phone and she looks at the picture of her and xander and knows that he's hurting yeah and, and she's a good friend she's a good she's a very good friend yeah. and calls him we see him laying on his bed listening to patsy klein <laughs> class if he listens at least if he listened to country music Old he's listening country. to good good country music i agree with that there's yeah. not a lot of it is my opinion. Hey, come on now. After the 90s, it was like, forget about it. What? I mean, I know Patsy Cline is not in the 90s. I know this. No, but like, but I think the, for me, the cutoff is like late 90s. And then no I'm more after that. Seriously, discre- Dixie Chicks. Or well, the chicks, we, I We've guess, talked yeah. about this. Have we? I, was I, was like, like, I can't I believe I have a friend who likes the out chicks. of my brain. What? That's amazing. <laughs> I'm not, it's not for me. I'm no, not going to no. yuck your yum, but it's not for me. <laughs> uh, early, I can stomach early country and like obviously Petty Klein is way earlier than the 90s yeah, but she's got re- it's really good so at least he's listening to something that I, I think is good country Fine. and there's next to him there's like a book or a comic book laid open 
And it says, looks like it says wild on the title. Oh, is the I title. Okay. I tried to look up. It wasn't in any of like the trivia notes. Because sometimes they have like, oh, this book is here. This book is there. It wasn't written anywhere. I tried to Google it. I tried to just Google comic book wild 1997, book wild 1997, thinking it was be new or something. Yeah. I couldn't find any information on this book. So I don't even know if it's a comic. Kind of like a comic. So let me know if you have any idea what this is. The cover is very... It looks like Wild is kind of written in, like, red, like, blood, kind of. Like, it kind of looks like that kind of script. Interesting. So, just a detail that I thought, obviously, was put there right next to him. So, I was just interested in what it was, but didn't get an answer for that. So, let me know if you recognize that. In Buffy's room, she's looking through a photo album of mm -hmm. her childhood, looking sad and reminiscing, looking back on her life. And her mom comes in and says, oh, like, no, something's up with her because she didn't eat her dinner. Mm -hmm. And Buffy says, why don't we just go away this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just go. Like, we can have mother-daughter time. We and can talk mom... about all those awkward things that I never want to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah. And her mom says, you know, I can't. Like, the, the gallery's open on weekends. And she's not getting, obviously. Buffy wants to get out of town for safety reasons and take her out of the, both of them, out of the yeah, area. Keep her mom safe, too. Yeah. And she's like, is this because of the dance? And there's a whole thing. She thinks she's all upset about the dance. Like some like, boy I wish, I wish. rejected her or something. <laughs> yeah. Like something so simple. Teenage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, I think you should go anyway. And she got, she shows her that she got her this dress. It's this white dress that Sarah Michelle Gellar still has. She posted in it like really that long ago. Yeah. Sarah no Michelle Gellar kept it. Aww. I'll find, I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll send the post to you. That's cute. Yeah. And it's actually really nice. And it like honestly carries to today. Yeah, it's very classic. Yeah. It's timeless. It's, it's classic. Buffy's, like, with the black on top, like the black jacket or whatever, that is a iconic, that is one of the more, most iconic Buffy well, outfits in the whole show. And just keep in mind that that's a nod to the movie, so. That's right. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, that is it right. Is. It is right. I know. I know it's right. Yeah, you're like, I know I'm right. <laughs> I know this movie. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since you I actually watched it recently, so. So you're yeah. all fresh. You're fresh. Yeah. Good. You have a yeah, fresher yeah. mind than I do. So I watched it right be before we started doing this, actually. Good. You could be the authority on that because I am not. It's been too long. I love that movie. And uh, yeah, so like if there's a Buffy Halloween thing or like a con, there's going to be a Prophecy Girl Buffy for sure. <laughs> and it's it's a kind of like an easy outfit to put together relatively. You actually, know? yeah. White dress. It's like black leather jacket. Easy to pull off. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it's very iconic. So we have the dress here, and it is very pretty, and it's simple. And, and that was nice. really cute of her mom to do that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And she says that her mom says you should go anyway. I know she tells her whole story about her homecoming dance freshman year. She didn't have a date, and then she met Buffy's mom, dad, and just you know telling her she should like worry about it and go oh, anyway. Was, she actually says, "Is it written somewhere?" Which is <laughs> funny because it is actually written somewhere. And then she's like, "You should do what you want." Yeah, and then Buffy says, and you had your whole life ahead of you. Must be nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Sad. Very sad. Yeah, that is. Now we go to the school. I think it's like, what is it? Like an AV room? Or like Something a student? Like is it kind of like I, a student union room? Maybe, yeah. And this, is where, this is where I finally started writing Kevin, by the way. <laughs> Which. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I know. I was like, this bitch. Like, it's, wait, a little, wait. it's a little late, but. No, it took me. I was, yeah, I was a blast horse across the finish line on that one. So Willow and Cordelia are walking through the hallway and she's saying, like, Kevin didn't drop the stuff off last night. So Willow and her like, showed up at the bronze this morning to get things going and the stuff wasn't there. Yeah. And she's not even people. mad. 
Yeah, she actually really, obviously really likes Kevin. That was funny. She thought it was cute that I don't he know. flaked on her. I don't know why you think it was cute. No, I would still be pissed. And, like, I could see, like, if she's, like, I, I'm not really that mad, so I must really like him. But I don't I don't know why it would be cute. But, yeah. okay, yeah. 40. Okay. Uh, and then she looks in, they look into that room that's, like, a student union room or an AV room. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh. And sees them watching, or it looks like it sees people watching, laying in there watching cartoons. Cartoons. And it's Looney Tunes. So you're right. Oh, yeah. That was my question. It's the Three Little Pigs. It's the Three Little Pigs, but it's part of, like, the Looney Tunes Tunes franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I would have accepted either answer. Okay. Okay. And so she's like, oh, they're in there watching cartoons. It's cute. But then she gets mad and opens the door and Kevin falls out. He's up against the door and everyone in there has been murdered by And it's like, this is a brutal scene mm-hmm. like this was actually pretty gruesome yeah and there's like blood on the on the tv like somebody's yeah. hand and yeah. willow walks in and it's like at least four people are in there have been yeah. murdered four or five yeah yeah because there was kevin there's the two on the couch and then there's one in front of the tv yeah. so at least four people have been attacked by vampires and killed i feel like they've been getting like a little more violent as the season goes mm-hmm. on and this was definitely like the huge like this was the most gruesome scene that they did yeah things are amping up Buffy's trying on her new dress in her room when her mom walks in and says that she says she saw something on the news. It's Willow. Yeah. So Buffy rushes over to Willow's house and Willow's upset sitting in bed telling telling I've retold her this scene that they found that she she you know, she that room is familiar to her. She, she knew those people well. Yeah. And that they made our world theirs. Yeah. And they had exactly. fun. They had fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So they've entrenched on their world on their like comfortable safe places took over basically mm-hmm. and buff willow says like what are we gonna do and in this moment buffy comes to realize that she has to face exactly this is the the like it clicks for her basically because mm-hmm. she's like willow's like basically her best friend mm-hmm. and she's traumatized and yeah she can't let this go on well she seems like even in this small way what will happen if she doesn't do it yeah like this will be- that will be the least of their worries yeah like, yeah. one vampire attack in the school will be the least of their worries. Yeah. The whole world will become theirs, yeah. let alone one school, one, one room in the school. So she really knows that it's on, it is on her shoulders to mm-hmm. try. And she comes to that peace in that moment that she does have mm-hmm. to face the master. In the master's lair, he just starts yelling, soon, soon. <laughs> and I think Colin, at that point, Colin leaves. Wanders out of the lair. Yeah, he just leaves. To do yep. his one task that he's been sitting down there for months. <laughs> he's like, finally, I can do something. <laughs> and the library, Giles and Jenny saying, okay, the it's, for, it's a recap for the audience, too, saying, like, the master tried to open the Hellmouth. He got caught in the Hellmouth. But when he gets, if he gets loose, all the demons come out, and that's the end of the world, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. So she says that she tried to reach out to Brother Luca, but it seems that like he has disappeared. But before he did, he sent out another email blast, and it had a, uh, a Bible verse. Bible verse. Yeah. Isaiah 11, 6. Good. Thanks for that. I didn't which, which Giles knew off by heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically, it leads them to believe that the anointed one is a child. Yeah. What it, what it said. She says, okay, we should let Buffy know. Giles, um, Jenny says that we should let Buffy know that this, so she can keep, you know, she can keep her wits about her. And he says, we're not, gonna, we're not going to involve hit her at all because i'm going to face the master giles steps up yeah i know 
so cute. He, he so sweet to, that he, he thinks he's going to be able to do her. anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Giles. It's sweet. It's so sweet. But it really shows how much he cares for her. Yeah, he's going to try. He's going to die for her. Yeah. Yeah. He's prepared. He'll die for her. He's prepared to die to save her. Um, yeah, so he's like, we're not talking to Buffy about any of this. I'm going to face the master. Buffy wa- overhears him and she walks in and says, yeah, that's not going to happen. No. I'm going. And he says, no, you're right about, like, I need to step up and protect you, essentially. And she's like, it's not going to happen. That's not the way it's supposed to work. He's like, nothing you can say can change my mind. I like when he says, I'm older and wiser than you. Just do what you're told for once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love when he says that. I'm older and wiser than you, so just listen to for once. Listen to me for once or something like that. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, that was really cute. And yeah. Go and ahead. And she slugs him. <laughs> yeah, he said, yeah, nothing you're going to do can change my mind. Nothing you can say. And she's like, I know. And knocks him out cold. Oh, man. Yeah. She, yeah, she knows. They both know. Like, this is the only way it's going to go down. Like, it's the only way he's not going to go. And that's the only way mm-hmm. she can get him not to go is if he's just incapacitated. And then I love how in the next scene, she's just, like, walking around in her... What are they? What's the dance called? Spring, spring fling? fling. Her spring fling, spring fling dress and a crossbow. <laughs> yeah. You will notice a trend over oh, this yeah? show that Buffy doesn't always fight in the most fighty things. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't like f- go to a fight to my death in this. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like if I'm going to like some major battle, I'm not going to wear a skirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this is the first instance where I'm like, yeah, I would change. <laughs> if you're going to up your odds of coming out of this alive, I wouldn't wear a gown. Yeah, maybe. So after she knocks him out, she grabs the cross necklace and puts it on and tells Jenny to t- tell him that she said something cool when he wakes up. Yeah, I liked that. That was cute. And she says that, you know, you'll you die if you go after him. Maybe I'll also take him with me. Yeah. So her plan so is even if she dies, she wants, to, yeah, wants to kill the master. Yep. Anyway. To stop everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside, Colin is standing there. And she's heard Giles and Jenny talking about the kid, so she knows who he is. And she's like, I know you're here or something like that. And he just, I he know just, who you are. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And they just hold hands and walk off into the darkness. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good job, Colin. A plus. <laughs> you fulfilled your job. <laughs> oh, okay. In the library, Willow, Xander, Giles, and Jenny are all discussing how to help Buffy. And, like, what had just happened. Xander's mad that Giles let her, let her go. And yeah. Does it look like I let her go? He's got a big ice pack on his face. He's like, I didn't <laughs> let her go. I didn't let her do anything. This burrs on my cheek says anything. Yeah. And they're actually kind of mean to Jenny, I think, Willow and Xander. What did they say to her? Because they're like, uh, why are you here? And then Willow says, like, why is she in the club or something like that when she tries oh. to, like, that get in the, like snotty. join the conversation and she's like hello if apocalypse happens everyone dies like you know we're what i mean like we're all in this yeah. together yeah they're, they're yeah they're like mean to her oh yeah that's and it's great about you think she's your teacher guys as well okay snotty xander wants they said we don't even know where she went and so xander says i can find out where she went and he also says to giles because giles is staying calm he says you're the locutus of borg but which is a reference to Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, I w- I didn't even understand what he said. He very said. fast. He said <laughs> okay. it very fast. <laughs> okay. uh, I would I don't even think I caught it on previous watches. Okay. But yeah, that's a, a reference to Star Trek. Okay. And in, we go back to the sewers for a second, and Colin and Buffy are still just walking through, going for a little <laughs> stroll together, holding hands. We see Xander arrive at Angel's apartment. Mm-hmm. So he knows where yeah. he lives somehow. Well, I mean, if Giles has his phone number, I guess Giles would probably have his address, too. 
Yeah. Giles has his information. Yeah. And he asks Angel to take him to the master. Angel knows where the master is, like where the yep. lair is, because we've seen this before. When he he sent Buffy, when she went after Jesse, he knows where everything is down there. And this is kind of where Angel realizes that Xander's in love with Buffy, too. Yeah. They both realize that they're both in love with her. They have a common goal to try to help save her. In the library, the rest of them are discussing. Jenny brings up a good point. He's like, okay, if the Hellmouth opens and, like, everyone's going to converge there and all this is going to happen there, where is that going to happen? Like, Mm -hmm. where is he going to come out? Giles is like, good question. Like, he hasn't even (laughs) thought about this before. Like, why haven't we thought about this before? Yeah. And he, they're going to work on that. And he also gives Willow the Black Chronicles book, which is basically about, like, demon dimensions and the Hellmouth, like, history on the Hellmouth. So they're going to try to, they're just trying to, like, put all these puzzle pieces together, help Buffy, find out how to stop the master, find out where this is all going to happen if it goes down. So there's a lot going on here. Buffy finally arrives in the master's lair, and Colin's like, okay, bye, I'm going to get ice cream or something. And, yeah, he just (laughs) leaves, and she has to walk down on her own. My job is done. My job here is done. so weird. Like, where's he going? So he takes off. He's like, I'm not getting involved in this, guys. This is up to you. Like, I'm not getting involved. So Buffy's kind of walking around. He's talking in the distance. She can't find him. He's kind of just a disembodied voice. Yeah. And when she finally, he finally does show himself. She fires the crossbow and he catches it immediately. Yep. Like, it's like, no big deal. Mm, Catches it. Like it's nothing. And she had like a good shot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like, maybe I can end this right now. No. Nope. Yeah. No. In the sewer. I love this scene. It's so funny. Xander and Angel are walking. It's just a little short scene. And he's like, don't, are you looking at my neck? Oh yeah. <laughs> I told you to eat before we left. Yeah. Angel's like, I wasn't looking at your neck. You were, you were looking at my neck. I wasn't, I wasn't looking at your neck. And he's like, I told you to eat before we left. <laughs> The banter, the banter yeah, there. It was so good. He was like, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at your neck. <laughs> I don't think he was either, actually. I, I mean, Xander's just like. Xander's extra. See, yeah, he'll see whatever he wants to see. In the library, they kind of put what they think is two and two together and yeah. think that because the harvest went down at the bronze, that they think the, the Hellmouth hell is at the bronze. And they're like, okay, great. The prom, they said prom, they said spring fling they've used all these the dance dance exchange and yeah is going to go down there so willow and jenny are like we have to warn them so they're going to run off and warn people at the bronze Mm -hmm. and giles is going to stay there and keep working the problem in the layer buffy is again he is hiding from her she's kind of still wandering around getting annoyed actually he says he wants it to last yeah he wants to take his time with this kill essentially Mm -hmm. and yeah, savor it. And she's like, mm, I don't want to. He's like, yeah, I can get that. I can understand that. <laughs> Why you wouldn't want this to last long. And he disarms her. Mm-hmm. Outside, we see Jenny and Willow heading to the car. And they're like, oh, we don't need to go to the bronze. Because they're like, basically like Night of the Walking Dead <laughs> vampires. They're just all coming through. Yeah, congregating. Oh yeah, my they're gosh. all coming towards the school. They're surrounded. If you remember, that is a that shot is from Buffy's dream, the very first like dream sequence oh yeah because no, it was a it was a prophetic dream so right, buffy okay. had this in a slayer dream so this is the exact same shot so they're <laughs> like oh no it's here obviously yeah. they're being all called over to the to the Hellmouth, and it's not at the school i mean it's not at the bronze it's at the school it's at the school yeah and they realize it's surrounded when they're trying to get back into the school mm-hmm. and the layer buffy tries to run from the master but he uses some yeah. kind of control over her 
He puts his hand out. uses his hand, yeah. And just, like, she stops. Yeah, she stops running. And kind of, like, immobilizes her or freezes her in some way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We dabble in this kind of power once more. Uh, well, she had a dream about this, right? Too, like she dreamed that he was able to control her like mm-hmm. that. I think yeah, the nightmare, that nightmares episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, this is something that not all vampires can do. We see it. It's something that comes up a few times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he comes up behind her and tells her that it was kind of a self fulfilling prophecy because if yeah. she hadn't went there, he wouldn't have got free. No, he said prophecies are tricky things. They don't tell you everything. You're the one that sets me free. If you hadn't come, I couldn't go. Think about yeah. that. Oh. Yeah. So he's like, knowing that you came here actually did it. And so he bites. She's just kind of frozen in fear or shock. You see, like, her eyes. Yeah, I was going to say her eyes are when he says that. Oh, my God. The realization that she's actually made this happen. That she's. Unintentionally. Killing herself, basically. And letting him loose. And all, it, yeah. All in the and, same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he bites her. Yeah. Which, okay, so I will let you guys know that Ashley and I watched this episode together. <laughs> and I freaked out. I was like, no. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't really actually think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know there's a second season, so what the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gets, and Slayer Blood is supposed to be like for a vampire. There's like nothing better than Slayer Blood. Heroin, right? Yeah, it's it's like the elixir of life. It is amazing uh, to them. Then he just tosses her aside. And then she falls to her knees. He tosses her, and then she falls into a puddle of like a pool of water in front of Face her. Face down. He says, By the way, I like your dress. Yeah. Oh, bird master. Yeah. I gotta say He's that was pretty. Dick. That was pretty bad. Pretty badass master. So she's just laying there, passed out in a puddle of water. Not good. It's and not he's, looking good. He's able to break free, just like the prophecy said. Yeah, she and dies, he goes up to his... He's free. He goes up to his little, like, barrier, and it bursts, and he just walks through. Yeah. Xander and Angel kind of see this happen. Like, they kind of see the light through in the distance, and so they like, it's too late, and they run in there, and Angel gets to her first and lifts her out of the water and Did says she's dead. Did you notice anything when Angel lifts her out of the water? He's completely out of breath. He's huffing oh, and yeah. huffing and you hear it. And then a second later, he's like, you have to do this thing because I can't breathe. I mean, you can't talk <laughs> without breath. I mean, this is going to go, this is, we're going to go but there. But I mean, like, like it was I mean, so loud and dramatic. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I know. I mean, the vampires huff and puff through this whole show. And you're like. I don't think I noticed that. I just, a very, it was very obvious to me. I mean, scene, I was just like, oh vampires smoke cigarettes through this whole show. It's like, wow. how are you doing that? How are you smoking a cigarette? No, I mean, ma'am. don't even get me okay. started. We just okay. have to dispend <laughs> our belief. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Fine. Yes. No, I know. It's annoying, especially in the beginning, because you're like, wait. Like, at least try to not breathe loudly. (laughs) Like, we know you're breathing. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah. So, he says that she's dead. And he doesn't look too bothered by it, to be honest. That's the reaction I was expecting. I think it was just because he... The, it was the prophecy. So he just was like, this was Oh, well, it happened. Mm. I don't know, guys. Okay, you won't know what this means, but I'm going to talk to anybody else. I don't know, guys. Like, compare this to something else. Mm, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means, but I was just going to say. Like, mm, I don't know. Which side of the fence are you on? Whose toothpaste are you buying is all I got to say. Well, like, in his, <laughs> in his defense, though, like, he can't get too emotionally involved or like he's a vampire so his emotions are like not yeah i don't know (laughs) well he has it well 
we, we, we said we will question that. And he has a soul. <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. This is my little soapbox moment. He didn't seem too distraught, to be honest. All right, All right. fine, fine. I like Angel. Don't get me wrong. He seemed but he didn't slightly seem distraught. Slightly when he found well, distraught. Like when he ran, he be in love when with he her. He saw her. He like ran to her. Right? He did. He did. Yeah. And he tells Xander to do CPR. Xander joins them and says that if she drowned, there's still a chance. Yeah. That she's not dead, dead for good. Oh yeah, temporarily <laughs> yeah. dead. Yeah. So he says, yeah, right. Angel says, you have to give CPR because I don't have breath. Sure, buddy. And so Xander does, gives her CPR. Yeah. And she comes back to life. She does. Yeah. Her eyes open. She spits up water. Mm -hmm. And she breathes. And she's breathing again. Outside, Willow and Jenny are still surrounded. And they see Cordy come barreling through in her car. I forget what she says. She was there doing something when everybody, everything started going down. And oh, yeah. she was in the area for some reason. Can't remember. Yeah. And they I jump like, it. I uh, like how she's kind of part of their little gang now. Mm-hmm. She's starting to assimilate yeah. into the, the skeebies. Yeah. <laughs> so Jenny and Willow jump in her car and like, we need to get to the library. And she's like, okay. And she speeds towards the door <laughs> and just barrels through the hall, the door, the hallway. Drives and Drives through the drives school. Drives through the school. And Giles hears it. He's like, what the? <laughs> What's going on? And they come to a screeching halt in front of the library. And I love when they all get out and they're all, ah! They're just screaming <laughs> at the top of their lungs. Trying to get into the library because the vamps are right behind them. Yeah. yeah. Screaming bloody murder. I love that. <laughs> all so right. And uh, yeah. the master's on the rooftop looking out at his new well, world. First they break, well, let's, let's go back a little bit. Once they get into the library, they bar- barricade the doors, oh, yeah. bookshelves and everything. And we kind of see in the rubble... A little tentacle. Oh, this, yeah, a, a, I thought it was a snake tail, but mm-hmm. it's, it's it starts, not. But it, it looks like a snake, kind of. Yeah, it looks like a little like a snake, and it's kind of just like mm, creeping trying out. to make its way out of the like the floor of the library. That's not okay. At the top of the school, we see ma- the master comes off to the rooftop, and he's just checking out checking out his domain now. He's checking out Sunnydale, lay of the land, and is, is loving it. Yeah, before he, before the chaos really gets started, and the later they get Buffy up. And she says she feels strong, that she feels yeah. different, mm-hmm. and that she's going to go after the master. Yeah, because they tell her, like, oh, maybe you should rest. Like, yeah. you just died. You just so died. Maybe relax. take a minute. Take a minute. <laughs> she's like, no, I feel good. So I don't know if that's from being bitten from the master. I think so. That's what I'm going to guess, because, like, you were saying that, like, Slayer blood is, like, crack to him. Mm-hmm. So maybe... Her being bitten by him is, yeah, it makes her stronger, too. Like, it's a symbiotic thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So know. she's ready to go. In the library, they're barely holding things together. It's chaos. Willow and uh, Jenny run to the stacks. There's an entrance to the library through the stacks. They're, and the demons are coming in through the stacks. They're coming there, and they're trying to, like, put bookshelves over, and everybody's screaming and freaking out. And it's mm-hmm. I like when Cordy bites the vampire. She's like, see how you like it. <laughs> yeah, bites his funny. hand. <laughs> And the tentacles are starting to get a little wild. They're starting to, like, come out a little bit more. Nobody's starting, really noticed them yet, though. Starting to not look like a snake now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a few things. <laughs> starting to look like a few things. But, uh, yeah. Nobody's really noticed them yet because it's just chaos. All these vampires are trying to get into all the entrances of the library and everybody's trying to hold down the fort. I think Cordy reels something like, somebody help! <laughs> and then it cuts to Buffy... Xander and Angel and the Buffy theme songs playing. Yeah, oh yeah, I like that actually. That, that was, was nice fun. Touch. That mm-hmm. was fun. 
and she's marching. She's in front of them. She is like on a mission. And yeah. he says, how do you know where the master is going to go? And she's like, I know. I just know. I just know. Yeah. So she has this connection now, like where she just knows where he is. Mm-hmm. And the library, a tentacle grabs Willow's foot. And Jenny starts screaming. And then the rest of that monster pops out. And it's like this like big worm, multi-headed it's three headed. So, and Giles calls it something. I missed what he oh, said. Does he? Though. He did. I think so. I think he called it something. And I don't know. Like, did you ever study Greek mythology? Because like a three headed demon mm-hmm. was like Cerebus, which was like the guard to Hades. Oh, guard dog for Hades. Right. Yeah. But I don't, okay. I don't cool. know. If, I don't know if that's what they were alluding to. But I just thought that was interesting. The three headed thing. I don't it know is. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't even count how many heads it had. So, <laughs> the, yeah, it kind of looks like a three headed worm. With a bunch yeah. of tentacles coming out. Yeah. yeah, so it's, like, trying to, like, get to Willow. Xander, I mean, Giles is, like, trying to hack at it. Like, every, it's just chaos. It's just chaos. Yeah. On the roof, the master is watching all of this kind of happen from the skylight. So above the table in, in the library, there's a skylight. And he's, he's, like, happy that his, like, all of his demons are starting to, like, crawl out of the hell mm-hmm. mouth. And Buffy comes up there and confronts him. And he's like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be dead. I may be dead, but I'm still pretty, which is more than I can say for you. I love that. I may be dead, <laughs> but I'm still pretty. That's yeah. my favorite line. And he says, but it was written. And he's, well, I flunked I funked the written. So she, her <laughs> sass is back. She's not afraid of him anymore. He's already killed no. her. Uh, she, her sass, she's all sassy. And he kind of puts his hand out again. And Try she kind of controller. reacts again. Now, I think she's faking it. She definitely is faking it. Yeah. She's faking it. and But... You know, we don't know that. So she's just kind of, we're like, uh-oh, he's got her in his thrall again. Yeah. In the library, Giles is still fighting that monster, and it tosses him onto the table, and it just shatters. Yeah. And he, ouch, poor Giles. And it kind of makes this, like, huge, what would you call that? Steak. A huge, yeah, a huge, like, <laughs> sh- like sharp piece of wood like sticking stone out. or, like, yeah. wood, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. From the table. So that's just yeah. sitting there waiting to see what happens. On the roof, Buffy, they start fighting. And she, well, she says, save the hypnosis for the Taurus. Yeah. So like maybe the, it doesn't, the thrall doesn't work anymore. Something like that. Like, I don't think she was faking it before. I think it definitely. Oh, really? Happened. Okay. I was like, why would she fake it the first time? Oh, no. Yeah, the first time, no. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. the scene that right before this, I think she did oh, yes, just yes, mess yes, with him. Oh, yes, yes, okay, On the yeah. roof, I, the roof, I think she was messing But definitely in hell, now that she wasn't thinking that. Yeah. 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 So, she says, yeah, they start fighting, and he says something about hell, a line, and she's like, if you like hell so much, why don't you go there? And she, like, <laughs> kind of picks him up by the throat and tosses him over her shoulder. Yeah. And she does look over her shoulder, so she sees that there is this opportunity the there. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And she tosses him through the skylight, and he falls on the on the big, like, serrated wood that's on the, t- the part of the table, and it stakes him. Yeah. It's and the, It just looks so easy. Yeah, yeah. His staking was pretty cool. Like, his staking was pretty cool, though. I'm glad he wasn't like every other vampire, because mm-hmm. he is supposed to be special. Yeah. So he didn't just, like, poof. It, like, sucked, it, like, sucked out of him. Yeah. Yeah, and his bones are still there, which yeah. is different. So this, this it was nice that this dusting was a bit different. Mm-hmm. Than like the average just vampire lackey. It wasn't nice such that his bones were still there. Yeah. Yeah. When this happens in the library, the monster like goes back into the hell mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that the bones are still there, and Buffy, Xander, and I also forgot to mention that Xander and Angel were like watching the door, 
going up to the roof and just to keep the vampires off of Buffy's back. And, you know, they, they fight some vampires in the meantime. <laughs> Nothing really consequential happens there. But they all come back into the library. Cordy's there, so Cordy is not even yep. really asking she's, too many questions at this point. She's the same phased, yeah. And they they kind of tell the group that Buffy did die. And but she, obviously she's okay now. He, I love when Giles says, I, I should have known that wouldn't have stopped you. Yeah, it's just and like Willow just Willow's just like oh harsh. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Buffy was more kind of like comforting to her when she saw a couple of dead people. Yeah, exactly, her actually dying, her friend actually yeah. dying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So they said, okay, should we just go to the party now? Like, should we go to the party? And they're like, okay. And it's so just, they, that was such a weird ending to me. <laughs> I, I could see why it would feel weird at this point. Yeah. Uh, like, I guess like, what else are you going to do? Like, you should, I guess, go back to a normal they life. They do like to blow off steam seemed. after apocalypses, okay. generally. <laughs> but I, I, you get used to it. Yeah. To it. But yeah, it does seem a bit like, woo, you know, and Buffy's kind of looking at the master and taking it all in and processing some of this. Yeah. And yeah, they say, we're going to go to the dance. Buffy's like, I already got all pretty, so we might as well go. <laughs> And they all walk out, and on the way out, Angel says, I like your dress. And she says, yeah, yeah, it was a big hit with everybody. <laughs> and then we just look at the bones of the master, mm-hmm. which yeah. remain there. That was, so, like, the last scene. Yeah, that was the last shot. And she says loser to him. Yeah. <laughs> loser. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that is the end of season one. That's the end of Prophecy Girl. So Buffy has defeated the master. What will happen next? I mean, there's a season two, so there's going to be something. There's a few, few seasons left. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So my favorite line was, I may be dead, but I'm still pretty. And my favorite scene was the whole Buffy finding out of the prophecy. Okay. See? We have the same lines and scenes. Yeah? Okay. There was the, um, I had a, my second, close second favorite line was, Giles, I'm 16 years old. I don't want to die. Because, mm-hmm. like, she delivered it so well. Yeah. And it broke my heart. So that was one that I've always feel. I feel. I felt that whenever, yeah. every time I've watched it. Yeah. So that was a close second. But that is a fam- famous Buffy line. I may be dead, but I'm still pretty. So, yeah, okay. Well, we are on the same page with those. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. And Sarah Michelle Geller just did such a good job on that scene with the prophecy. She did. I mean, this whole episode, she did really well. Like everything. She had a, she had a kind of role with a lot of different things in this episode, and she she did well. She's giving, she's getting now, she's getting opportunities to like show off her acting chops. Mm-hmm. Yep. She'll have Definitely. a lot more for sure, yeah. but she hasn't, it, you know, the season's been fairly light. So there hasn't been a lot of emotional upheaval and like, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that will come. Ooh. Yeah, um, I can imagine. So she's kind of had a few moments to really like let loose with her acting and stuff and she's delivers for sure. So the stake rating I gave it was a 4.5 out of five okay. and i said that because of sarah michelle Geller's acting mm-hmm. like she really pulled it out and delivered in this in this episode i like that angel's back in the fold mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens because previously we know buffy and him have been trying to stay away from each other and now they're back in contact so we'll see see how that goes it's the first finale it's a huge big deal and obviously it was written and directed by joss so this is a really important episode buffy dies she yeah. died. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! What repercussions could that have? Oh, oh, does that Who have repercussions? Knows. 
Interesting, okay. All kinds of things could happen. And plus, like, if you die, like, that's a hard thing for someone to go through. I can imagine, yeah. You, had, you, you like, technically flatline. Yeah. You've had a de- near-death experience or whatever. That's a hard thing. You don't just snap your fingers and you're normal and, like, process that. Like, there's an emotional toll. Yeah, that's true. And then there's consequences that have nothing to do with that. So okay. we'll see okay. what happens. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's a big deal that Buffy died. Even just for a second, she did die. Yeah. Um, and I like some of the plot closures. I'm happy to see pretty much the end that the Buffy and Xander thing wrapped up mm-hmm. for now. Um, he got his answer. Yep. Because, you know, I'm, like, tired of that. <laughs> I'm tired of that plot. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, definitely. so um, he got his answer. Obviously, the whole obviously the master storyline has come to a conclusion at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just be vague. <laughs> and uh, gosh, what else happened? Cordy's come back a little more into the fold. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I the only thing I gave it a little bit off for is because I feel like once they were on the roof, it got roof. It got wrapped up a little too quickly. Yeah. 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 I feel like there was two. I feel like the last episode should have been earlier in the season, and maybe there should have been a more of a bridge episode coming into this episode. Mm-hmm. Like the penultimate episode should have been a little bit more involved in in the master and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which they really do ramp up much better every season after this coming okay. to the finale. Like the stakes rise and rise and rise and rise, and then it's finale. Mm-hmm. This, it was kind of like the stakes kind of just shot up at the very end, if yeah. you know what I mean, like a graph. Like, yeah. instead of, like, the tension and the stakes rising slower, 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 slower as we go on, it just went, like, boop, <laughs> you know, at the very end. So I think they do much better. And, well, they have more time. They only had 12 yeah. episodes. You right. know what I mean? So I can't take mm-hmm. that into account. But 22, Damn you have the time to let these build. things breathe and build. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I gave it a 4.5. Okay. Um, so I also gave it a 4.5. (laughs) Yeah. For a lot of the reasons you did, like, uh, the reason, yeah, I knocked it off, um, half a, half a steak is yeah. Because like, I I feel like, uh, okay, she, she did die. I get that. So it wasn't easy for her to defeat him. But like when she gets to the rooftop, it was just like, she just like knocked him over. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. It was a little, it was a little too quick. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, um, the anointed one, Colin, sorry, I just, I always write the anointed it's one in my Either book. one is a good, is um, a correct answer. So yeah, how he just had such a weird part in this episode. I was just like shaking my head at that a little bit. I was just like, okay, that's weird. Like um, it was so crucial for them not, for the master not to get him. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So I don't, I wasn't too keen on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, one of the things I liked best about this episode, which kind of goes over like all of the episodes, I guess, is just, again, it like really, um, the character development was really good. So like you said, Buffy's acting was really good in this episode. Just seeing Willow getting like stronger personality. I really liked that. Um, Cordelia less stronger of a personality. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, Xander right. being less of a creep, um, and how they brought Angel and, uh, Miss Calendar in. So, yeah. Um, and just seeing Giles' character development even, too, just because you can see how he really cares deeply for Buffy. And, um, yeah, that shows a lot in this episode. Yeah, especially in, like, the... We could talk more about this in a, a next week's episode, but especially in the beginning of the season, he is all about, like, nothing should be the, come at the cost of your duty. Like, your yeah. social life, anything. That comes first no matter what. Mm-hmm. 
And at, by the end of the season, he's willing to die to save her. Yeah, exactly. And she, her not not fulfill her her duty. Mm-hmm. So, so like, yeah. they've those two have come a long way in twelve episodes. Yep. Yeah. I think in the first episode, you've been like, you have to do this. If it means you die, you have to do this. Exactly. Like he was. Um, what's that word I want? Like he kept himself separate from her, basically, like emotionally separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, distant is the word I was looking for. Yeah, he there's himself. Yeah, there's feelings there now. And then I also liked about this episode how, like, I know that there is a second season, and I don't know when they were making this episode if they knew there was going to be a second season, but this ending closed it off. So honestly, it could have been a standalone season had they not got renewed. So I actually like that they did that as well. There's nothing worse than me getting attached to a pilot episode or pilot, uh, pilot season and like it's the cliffhanger at the end and I can't wait to see what happens next and then they doesn't doesn't get renewed. That's next. happened to me a few times and it's infuriating. So that is a great point. They I wrapped hate that. the shit up and I liked it. It's a nice, neat little box. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with they only had like yeah, like yeah, they were a mid season replacement. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, first the first one the first season is always touch and go. So yeah, I, I didn't even think about that, but I, I definitely oh, that agree. made me so happy. I really don't like the cliffhanger thing. I think there's only I'm trying to think of how many cliffhanger finales we have. Uh, technically, I think there's only one. Oh, OK. Interesting. OK. We were like, if we don't come back that season, I'm going to jump off a bridge that like that. <laughs> but they like they knew that there was going to be a season after that okay. because it was part of the like it had already okay. been a like it was like, OK, we have this many seasons left. Okay. We know this. OK. Yeah. I think of one. <laughs> And I'm like, I was like, how am I going to survive three months this summer? Are you going to tell me which season it is or no? Uh, sure, I guess I can. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to remember, so. End of season six. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to remember. Okay. That's so many you guys know. from now. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was like, my head exploded. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough summer. <laughs> it was a rough summer. Okay, yes. So uh, next week, we are going to talk, do our season one postmortem. Kimmy's choice. Do you want your question for season two, episode one now, or do you want it at the end of next episode? Um, let's do it now. Okay. So the next episode of, the next episode is called When She Was Bad. So that's season two, episode one. Buffy uses a new weapon. What is it? Oh, Something we haven't uh, seen her use before. Shoot. Okay. So we've seen. We've seen the crossbow. We've seen stakes. Gosh, there were some creative things she used, and I'm already kind of forgetting what. They I will were. give you a hint. It is an actual like. It's not like a household object or whatever. Like you could actually, like okay, like uh, this is not the answer. Like a hammer, it could be used. Like it's a. It could be used as a weapon, but it's not typically. Oh, okay, so it's weapon. not okay, but okay. it's not like that's actually that's helpful. It's not like okay. like a toaster or something stupid like that. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, has she used a baseball bat yet? I don't think okay. so. Okay, I'm gonna say baseball bat. That's a good guess. Okay, okay, baseball bat. I don't know. That's yeah. That's a good guess. Okay. What was the, what's the name of the season two episode one called again? When she was bad. Okay, I like to write them down. Mm-hmm. So that wraps up season one, episode 12, Prophecy Girl. Again, you can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube and Instagram at One Girl at All the World Pod. You can also email, email us at onegirlpod at gmail.com. And don't forget, today 
our Instagram giveaway is officially started. Woohoo! So when this goes live, go over to the Instagram and enter for the Buffy sticker pack we're giving away. You know you want it. Yeah, and it'll be like about a week you have to enter it. About. Um, so yeah, so make sure you get over there and enter if you're interested. And give us a five-star review somewhere. I appreciate it. Kimmy, have you done it yet? <laughs> as soon as we're done talking. I'm the worst, worst co-host ever. Oh my God. Okay, everyone, we'll shame her every every episode until she does it. Nope, no more shaming after this one. This is okay. the shame. Okay, good. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Okay, do you get that reference? Okay, good. I'm not naked. Yes, okay, awesome. <laughs> okay, so thanks for joining us, and we'll be back next week with the season one postmortem. Slay you real soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>